Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Imagine a year where they still make adaptations of those trashy novels your aunt reads on long regional train rides. Uh, but Sandro, that's every year. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it! The year is 2001. One, 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 one. And welcome to Oldie Buddy Goody, the podcast where we watch movies from 2001, and for the past three months we've done big budget movies, there are lots of money thrown at the camera, and no risks are taken, they just want to make your cash, they want to please the crowds, they want to make the, the, the big bucks, but we're done with that now, because now we're back into the trash of 2001. With this week's movie, Original Sin, OG Gangster. My name is Sandro. I'm joined by Zach. Yep, I am here. I witnessed this. You chose this. You were present and awake. Uh, I was definitely present. (laughs) I don't know about that last statement. I'm just going to throw something out there and I want to see what you think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I miss 80s erotica. My God, this was boring. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. 80s erotica had like random spas, Mm -hmm. um, giant anacondas. Yep. Muscly men playing frisbee, giant explosions for no reasons. I'm just naming one movie, to be it's honest. It's just Hard Ticket to Hawaii, which we did on Patreon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but there's also, like, Restless, right? Which mm. had uh, teenage drink driving oh. and throwing stuff around with a motorbike, I think, was in that movie. Yeah, yeah. It's all about being a rebel. Yeah. Or, of course, the classic Thief of Hearts, which you chose that one year, and it was awful. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this time, we didn't get a love story. We got a story about love. Oh, I forgot to get the, I forgot to get the taglines for this movie. Thanks for reminding me. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Make sure you get the taglines, because that has to be a tagline. This isn't a love story. This is a story about love. What? What? That's a love story. Well... It's just a love story. It's, uh, it's a story about love is a love story. Just because you swap the words around, that's a fallacy. No, 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 Sandro, that's a speaking fallacy when you swap the words around to sound smart. It's a dumb, stupid fallacy, and they used it, and it drove me insane every time they said it. Um, and they said it twice, I think. They said it twice, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I understand the sentiment, right? This is a movie about thrilling stuff. It's a thriller action yeah. movie. Uh, it's not really a love romantic film. No, that's the thing. It isn't really like a romance film. No, this is more of a classic sort of Shakespearean tragedy. Mm. Except 
it had a fucking happy ending. What? Why? Did it have a happy ending? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, it did. But they're both getting killed, like, right after that scene. Without a doubt. You saw what happened last time they cheated at cards. Uh, that's true. That is true. But also, but also, was that last scene in heaven? Question mark? No, it was in some country. I can't remember which one. I wrote it down somewhere, I think. No, 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 because it was all, like, white outside. It was in Morocco, yeah. I feel like Morocco's white outside. Probably not. Maybe it is in heaven. <laughs> Who knows? This movie's dumb. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. My theory is it was in heaven, right? Which means they're cheating people out of money in heaven. <laughs> it's also not even that erotic. This movie is, like, it's got maybe one sex scene, mm. and then all the rest are clothed. Oh, no, there's a, there's a lot of male bottom. Oh, we do see Antonio Banderas's bottom a lot. That is true. And the other guy as well. We saw his bottom. Uh, Jolie was naked for a bit, but not much. Yep. It was really like, it's not it's not your classic erotic movie. This is the, your erotic movie that also wants to make money. Yes. Also, the story sucked. As soon as... I was like, oh, an erotic thriller. I should have immediately mm. known that it was going to be trash mm. and about betrayals. Because that's what they're all about. Yeah. They're all about betrayals and twists and turns. And they're all bad. <laughs> now, Sandro, uh, I, I'm going to say, I don't mind jumping out of my comfort zone, you know, to do something that I normally wouldn't watch. You know, there's plenty of people out there who love erotic thrillers and romance and other things. I'm not one of them. But I'm fine with actually, like, you know, occasionally we've got to jump out of our comfort zone and see something. Just, like, pick a good film for that next time. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this trash, Sandro? It's, it's Antonio Banderas. It. We love him on this show. We have he, to do he, it. He, he was great. I, I, I couldn't take my eyes off that handsome, handsome boy whenever he's on screen. Daddy Banderas. Uh, but also, like... I wanted to see how Antonio and Angelina and Lena Jolie's chemistry would work. And I was right. There is none. <laughs> there is none. Because I think for chemistry to work, you've got to be a good actor. And Angelina and Lena mm. Jolie has a good presence on screen, which is why she's good for action movies. But when she's in movies where she has to act, she's not good in them. That is true. Uh, yes. And she's not very good in this. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I picked this. You're right. Um, there were some other pretty decent options this week from memory. Uh, yeah, there was, there was uh, some pretty good options. Apocalypse Now Redux. I don't know why that was on the list. The Princess Diaries. Oh, yeah. Which is Anne Hathaway as an awkward teenager who suddenly learns that she's the heir to a European kingdom. So that's a that's a fun little little movie. That would have been nice and fun. Yeah, we'll 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 do that on Patreon. I reckon that's a good fun film. Um, and then Rush Hour Two with Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker, a classic comedy crime fighting movie. Is it a classic? I don't know if it's a classic. I think all the Rush Hour movies are classics because Jackie Chan is great and I love him. That's true. But it's also, it's 2000s Jackie Chan. He fell off at this point. He was just kind of like, he wasn't really doing stunts. He was just being funny, which is good still, but it's not, you know, it's not the Jackie Chan we want. That's true. That's true. But uh, I haven't seen these movies since I was like seven. So they are great, Sandra, and you are wrong. Everything is great when you're seven. That's true. No, not for you. <laughs> 
for you, you were like, this is a cinematic failure of a no, movie. No, that was when I was 12. That's when I was 12. Oh, sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it took you five more years for your soul to become a crushed hunk of coal. Yeah, I think when I was seven, I was watching like Star Trek Voyager and Stargate Atlantis and being like, I'm the rebel for thinking that the worst versions of these shows are the best ones. <laughs> Even though Stargate Atlantis is, okay, not great. Star Trek Voyager is pretty okay. <laughs> I like Star Trek Voyager. Um, it definitely has some episodes, but, you know, I like I like, I like Star Trek Voyager. Yeah, it's alright, it's alright. Because I used to be like, ugh, Deep Space Nine, it's a soap opera, ugh, boring. But it's actually really good and better than Voyager. I don't know why I didn't just watch Voyager. Oh, dude, I saw... <laughs> this is this is sidetracked. Someone posted a Deep Space Nine meme, which had Odo and Quark talking about cryptocurrency. Oh no! And it was it was the best thing I have, meme I have ever witnessed. Just how obscure it was because the voice acting was on point. <laughs> they sounded like they were on the TV show, and the writing was on point because it has, of course. Quark shilling out for cryptocurrency. He's like, he's a full crypto bro. He would be. He would be. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was so in character. He's like, Odo, someone has stolen my my monkeys. Odo, you got to do something. And Odo's like, but Quark, I thought you said that no one could steal these sort of things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 and it's like, but uh, whoever owns the code uh, owns the PNG. This was what you said, you know. Yeah, that sort of thing. It was, it was really good. Anyway, that's a tangent about a meme. I'll send it to you. Yeah, I, I would love to see it. Uh, it. It's better than this movie, which was <laughs> released August third. Ooh, this feels like an August movie where just like schools back. The summer's over. Everyone's going back to their regular slog of a life mm. uh, in 2001, you know. Uh, and and this movie comes out and everyone's like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. No one was particularly excited, <laughs> no. like thrilled. They're like, oh, my God. Antonio Banderas and Joel Lee in a love thriller. Oh, my God. I got to get to the cinema to see this. No. Everyone was just in that August mood of, oh, yep. I guess I'll watch this. I, I guess I'm free this weekend. Like, uh, I don't want to see anything else. Uh, I guess I'll go see a movie. Yeah. Maybe this will be good. I'll bring my my girlfriend. What else am I going to go see? Rush Hour 2? That means I've got to rent the first one from Video Easy. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, but this is actually based off a novel, which makes sense because, of course, it is. It's based off a novel yeah. from the 40s, which is surprising, called Waltz Into Darkness. This is the second movie based off that book. The first one was made by the French in the 60s, and it's called Mississippi Mermaid, and it's apparently really good. Oh. Uh, which makes sense. Yeah, okay. Because the, the French make these movies really well. Yeah, 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 yeah. The French know how to love. Oh, that's... That's that's not the French. That was a Spanish voice, but I'll let yeah, it pass. Yeah, I was doing Antonio Banderas. Yeah, but it started like you were doing the French. Uh, shut up. You're stupid. I mean, debatable. Um, <laughs> I did pick this movie, though, so it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. So, because, like, there is a way you can make this story good. Because it's, like, the whole, like, twist 
had me intrigued. There was a lot of intriguing story yeah. bits. Yeah. I liked the whole, like, sudden betray. Suddenly this movie went from a love story to a murder mystery. And I was I was a lot more on board when it suddenly turned into a murder mystery. That was pretty good. And then it slowly lost my interest again. Yeah, because it got boring and convoluted. <laughs> yes, yes, it did. <laughs> That's exactly it. So maybe a French version would keep that suspense up the whole time i don't know yeah i also found this movie like i predicted everything maybe half an hour before it was revealed i don't know about you yeah there's yeah the, the plot is so predictable and it's it's painful yeah at times like the ending was so predictable it hurt and it was I, it just frustrated me it just frustrated me so much that they couldn't just have like a tragic ending mm. just have a Sad ending. You don't need to have a good ending. That that would have made this movie, like, way better if they had a proper, like, sad... Like, like it was a proper tragedy. Like a Shakespearean play. I would have appreciated it more. I'm having a look to see if the original story ends with the tragic ending. It looks like it does. Ha ha! The original story has a tragic ending, so they changed it for this version. Which, of course, makes sense. See? That's what I'm telling you. Boom! I can't see. That's it. I knew exactly how the story should have ended, but the but the the, the director was too much of a pussy <laughs> not to, not to put a tragic ending in. Well, the director is also the writer. He's the writer and director, Michael Christopher, uh, who's actually done a lot of acting more so than directing. He had a main role in the TV show Mr. Robot, which he's very good in, mm. um, and a bunch of other stuff that he's been in. He also wrote the 80s movie The Witches of Eastwick, which I also think is bad, but everyone <laughs> loves that movie, so I don't know. Oh, uh, look, 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 look. I, I, I take my previous statement back, you know. He's he's doing his best. He's living his best life. I'm just saying it would it would should that's the problem with story adaptation is when people change it too much and that's when it doesn't make any fucking sense and is worse. I mean, sometimes it works. Sometimes adaptations need changes. Obviously, but- adapting it to a film, you need to change it. Yeah, but there's like a very fine line of what you need to change. And I think less changing should be involved and more like skipping over and cutting out. Yes. They really should have cut all the Tom Bombadil out of this movie. I don't know why there were long sequences of poems that just weren't important. half an hour of this fucking jubilant fucko just (laughs) dancing around giving them honey sandwiches. What the fuck was that all about? Yeah, I know. He was like, oh, I'm stuck in the muck while you two are doing a fuck. I was like, Tom Bombadil? (laughs) Tom Bombadil, Tom Bombadillo, look at them fucking in the willow. <laughs> yeah, it's it very odd. Weird rhymes. It was very strange. Uh, so the cast, I mean, we don't really need to talk, talk about them too much. Antonio Banderas and Angelina Jolie are the main two. Antonio's good. Jolie is fine. Yeah. I feel like with Jolie, it's just like, what is the character? She changes every scene. Well, that that was sort of a thing, right, though. Because she was, like, going through an identity crisis as well. Yes. So I was, I was trying to follow it because she's having this identity crisis as well, which compounds the confusion with her character, right? Yes. Because not only that, first off, she's like uh, a sneak thief who's pretending to be someone else. Yes. So you've already got 
one person pretending to be another person. But then she's also having an identity crisis where she thinks she's also might want to be that person. Yes. But also wants to be that person that's part of her old person, right? And then she goes back and forth between these and it's very fucking confusing. And also... <laughs> The story doesn't doesn't do it justice, and possibly Jolie doesn't do it justice, but that might not be entirely her fault. I don't think it's entirely her fault, no. It's just like she's, no. again, she's got a good presence on screen, but her acting chops aren't really up to, especially Banderas, I don't know. She's got this sort of sed- seductress sort of thing going, but then she's going a little insane. I don't know. Yeah, she did well in those scenes, not necessarily the more emotional scenes. Uh, you couldn't really tell what the character was thinking a lot of, a lot of the time, but that's kind of the point. Oh, t- I don't she did know. well in the ending. I liked the sort of dramatic ending where Antonio gets poisoned. I thought she was holding herself alright. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Uh, but but we, we should also mention uh, the other notable cast member is Thomas Jane as the private investigator. He's the Punisher. He's the Punisher in the 2004 Punisher movie. Yes. Uh, He's also in the sci-fi epic The Expanse. Uh, He is too good for this movie. (laughs) Yeah, he's very good. He's very good. Uh, Gives Banderas a nice snorkin. That was a great sequence. Yeah, I was like, I wasn't expecting this sort of erotica on here. They're both, you know, up against the wall making out. I'm like, my goodness. Yeah, I like how he's like this this private investigator until suddenly he's not. He's not, no. And the mustache is fake. That was so funny. Yeah. The mustache was fake. (laughs) I'm like, just keep the mustache. (laughs) We don't care. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I thought it was like, you know, it's a movie mustache, you know, so it's just like, it's a fake mustache. But then they actually ripped it off and I'm like, oh no, (laughs) the mustache is part of it. It's all part of the ruse. Yeah, that, that was very funny. I'm glad there was a mustache plot. That's something else I wanted to bring up. Yeah, there's a lot of unnecessary sexual assault in this movie. Yes. Which is like, so many erotica movies do that. I'm like, it's it's not necessary. Yeah, yeah, well, that's it, that's it. And definitely there was, there was quite a bit of assault during this movie, and it made me very uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, this has 12% on Rotten Tomatoes from the critics, 61% audience score, though. I was not expecting that 61%. Oh, yeah, that is quite high audience. Come on, man. I mean, yeah, it's surprisingly high. I mean, I don't know. I feel like this movie's, like, if you like this sort of stuff, which, granted, I don't mind some of, the, you know, this genre of movies. If you like this sort of stuff, this is probably a fine version of it. So you'd give it a positive rating, and yes, 61% of... Rotten Tomatoes audiences thought this was good. Uh, it does have a C plus on Cinema Score though, which is negative for Cinema Score. Yeah, definitely. A lot of people were disappointed with it. Mm. I feel, but it does have that sort of thing where it is a love story, a romance, a thriller, and it does the job. So if you like that sort of thing, it's probably fine. The plot points are good. It's just the way the story is constructed and things. I feel like it could have been done a lot better. That's true. Yeah, most of the criticism at the time wasn't really aimed at the story or anything. It was aimed at the bad dialogue, which, yeah... Oh my god, I fucking hated the dialogue. That's some terrible lines. Uh, But anyway, this cost $42 million. What do you think it made in the box office full of August people being like, I guess I'll see it? I'm going to say it probably did pretty well. Uh, I'm going to say probably like 120-ish. 120? 
for this movie. Wow. Uh, well, maybe take 90 mil off that. This made 35 oh. million. Oh, did not do as well as <laughs> I thought it did. Look, I was highballing it and I should have lowballed it. Turns out the original sin all along was no one saw it. Yep. That was the original sin. What is the original sin? What is the name of this movie? Call it Waltz into Darkness. Don't call it Original Sin. There's no original sin. Well, there's a lot of sinning, but there's nothing nothing original about it, though. Well, that's it. That's it. <laughs> well, that, yeah, that's the whole problem this movie has, is nothing in it is original. Except maybe um, Tom, Thomas. He was pretty original. The mustache was certainly original, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yay, taglines. You want them? Let's go. You want some taglines? Uh, no, I don't, because I think I know some of them. <laughs> it's going to hurt me. Yeah, the first the first tagline is, this is not a love story, it's a story about love. <laughs> <laughs> you bastards. Oh, fuck, I hated that line. Yeah. It was so maddening because it never came back because it is a love story. <laughs> fuck you. The whole thing's <laughs> about love. The whole th- Yeah. It's trying to be clever, but it's just not. You're not clever. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, how about lead us into temptation? I didn't rate that one, Sandro. You don't it's know my a, We all know it's a thumb down. <laughs> we all know it. There's no need to beat around the bush. It could be a shaky thumbs down, you know. Lead us into temptation is the next one. Ooh, lead us into temptation. Well, I mean, it's generic, but at least it isn't that fucking this isn't the love story this is the, the, the story about love fuck, yeah fuck that shit i'm gonna give the other one that i've already forgotten a shaky sideways thumb just because it's not the first one okay okay um i'm just translating one here japanese Ooh. to english there's a japanese one that i really wanted just to see what it says uh let's have a look here the suspense the loss of that love Crazy your life and get your hearts naked. <laughs> According to Google Translate. I give Google Translate a thumbs up. Google Translate, what are you? You get drunk. Go home. <laughs> and the final tagline is obsession, lies, desire, lust. Oh, yeah, that's fine, I guess. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. All of these are fine. Except the first one. Fuck that one. I'll give it a sideways thumbs up. Don't say fuck the tagline when we're watching an erotica movie, please. <laughs> Just please don't do that, because I'll take it literally. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, my bad. S- seduce those taglines. Thank you. And extort them for all their money. Oh, no! <laughs> and then poison them with rat poison. So what mountain were the stones in the walls of this specific monastery mined from exactly? Wait, can my character take a dump? What's the governmental structure of every town in this entire Which magic using class is, like, the most attractive? How do these people know how to make tunnels under their town when all they do is farm Why does the genie always me? refuse to make people fall in love with me? Like, if who hurt poison him? rules at the same for every player race, does that mean they all can have my the same character have a pet? System? Ooh, can that pet have a pet pet? Are your players asking too many questions? Do you really know how your world works? Don't you wish there was a podcast that made this whole thing easier? Come on over to Dungeon Deep Dive, your favourite fantasy world-building podcast. Whether it's tabletop RPGs or creative writing, we do the research so you don't have to. Find us on your podcatcher of choice or on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram on at Dungeon Deep Dive. 
All right, well, let's get into the thinly veiled plot of this movie. And by thinly veiled, I mean thinly clothed. Ooh. 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 Oh, my. Scandalous. Scandalous. Uh, the framing device of this movie is that Jolie's in jail and she's telling a monk her story and I hate it. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's already a, a sort of a spoiler. I mean, it's like Amadeus. That opens and he's in a mental hospital or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That's more interesting because you're like, how did he get to this point? When a character's in jail, you're like, oh, they did a crime. Yes. And you sort of figure out the crime like halfway through. Pretty early on, yeah. Yeah, well, it does the halfway through when it when she does a runner, right? And then you learn she murdered someone, and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Now I know what's happening. Uh, but anyway, it's the old days, it's the olden days, like, I don't know, like the Renaissance era. It's probably the same time as Amadeus, actually, around that era. Yeah, there you go. Antonio Banderas, he put a he put an ad in the newspaper looking for a wife. He don't want no love, but he wants a kid, and he wants someone to do the dishes. Even though he's got servants. So he's like, I'll Did put Did he a- say do the dishes? No, he didn't. No, no, he didn't. Because I was about to- I was about to- No, 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 but I was just pointing out. I was about to say, you wouldn't put that in the news advertisement, right? You'd marry them and be like, all right, now go do the dishes. Oh, good point. You'd be like, it was actually in the fine print of the, <laughs> yeah, of the thing. Yeah. yeah, It was on the back of the paper. Uh, so, yeah, he puts out an ad. Uh, this woman named Julia responds. But, Zach, he goes to meet Julia and she doesn't show up. It's because she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, whoa, mysterious. I wonder why. That's such a dumb twist because... Antonio's gotten a picture of Julia, and he's like, she's ugly. And so then when Jolie shows up, he's like, hold on, you're not ugly. Mm, yes. And then she's like, oh, I'm so sorry that I deceived you. If you don't want to marry me now that you know I'm fucking gorgeous, <laughs> that's okay with me. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. That is, This is the stupidest fucking... You go... If you don't want to marry me because I lied to you, obviously. But no, she's like, because I look different. And I'm like, oh, yeah, he's definitely not going to want to bang you because you look fucking gorgeous. Yeah, no. It's It's very stupid. And then he, of course, is like, well, the reason they do this whole thing is so he can go, oh, yeah, I also lied. Yes. I'm actually fucking super rich. If if that makes you want to not marry me because I'm super rich, and then you go, ha ha ha, he just did the same thing to her, yeah, right? It. Yeah, it's a joke. Yeah, it's like a little joke thing, but also it's really fucking stupid, and I fucking hate it. Also incredibly disrespectful to Julia, speaking ill of the dead, this movie constantly brings up how ugly she is. Yeah. When they do an autopsy or something, it's off screen, but we get... A description of how ugly she is yeah. from the person who was there at the autopsy. It's like, yeah, she had a mole on her inner thigh. I'm like, stop disrespecting Julia. This poor lady. Jesus. It's not even that bad. The picture that we see of her is like... She looks fine. She's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the actor that plays her for like two seconds looked fine. She looked like a normal person. She's not yeah. a fucking troll, which is how this movie treats her. 
yeah, she's not a gargoyle. Jesus Christ. So bad. I did laugh, though, at how Antonio Banderas, he owns a coffee factory. Uh, in the original story, he owns a cigar factory. But, of course, cigars, oh. a bit too controversial for 2001. Uh, yeah, that is true. Although mm. they do like to smoke a good, good log on screen. They smoke some fat ones, for sure. With the boys. It turns out she she lied in her letter and she actually likes coffee. She does like coffee, but she's like, no, it's my sister that wrote that letter. Yeah. Which is why there's inconsistencies, because my sister's the one that hates coffee. Yes. Immediate red flag. I was immediately like, oh, she's a black widow. She's going to kill him and take his money. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's obvious from that point, I feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was... I was uh, a bit confused. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if it was a Black Widow situation or the story was a convoluted mess. Uh, turns out it was both. It was both, yeah. Yeah, because then the sister keeps writing and she's like, I don't want to write back to my sister. And then I was like, oh, right, okay, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, and then he's like, no, 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 you should write to her. But, like, what is, I guess... I guess the whole thing is, like, they they thought they could get away with it because they didn't think the sister would be so, like, insistent. Yeah, so adamant that she hears back from the original Julia. I guess, I guess. But, like, as soon as she wrote the letter, it was gonna fail, right? Yeah. Oh, definitely. So, so... There's a reason she didn't want... I guess, I guess she wasn't going to send it originally, but, yeah... But it's also weird that the private investigator turns up investigating the missing Julia, which Mm. is, as we later find out, Jolie's partner in crime. It's the very dangerous, mustachioed man, Mr. Billy. But as soon as the sister turns up in the city to talk to Antonio, you're like, oh, but I thought that's why the investigator was there. So that twist is kind of, like, that's a kind of cool reveal where you're like, hang on, but the investigator's investigating this. Why would she then turn up? Oh, the investigator must not be who he says he is. That was a, yeah. that was kind of clever. Could have been done better, but that was an all right reveal. Did the, did the sister say, like, did he go, but I thought there was an investigator or whatever? Was that a conversation? I can't remember. No, of course not, because characters don't say anything truthful in this movie or, or, or else it would be like two minutes long. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't mention the investigator, but if he had, if he had gone, hmm, that's strange, but you sent an investigator, why would you come here and send an investigator? And she would have been like, no, I didn't send an investigator. Yeah. And then he would have immediately cottoned on. No, you can't have that because you need the investigator for the rest of the movie. Yes. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Uh, and then, yeah, she eventually leaves and takes all the stuff. But there's some uh, events that happen during this time period. Mm. Uh, they get married the first day they meet and we get a pretty fun quote. Where she's like, oh, we have all the time in the world to get to know each other. And Banderas is like, no, we're to be married at nine (laughs) o'clock. Yep. I liked how his friend, he has like his best friend, who's like, why are you suddenly getting married? What the fuck is this all about? This is dumb. Like, you shouldn't do this. You're not, 
you're not going to find the girl you love, all the things. And then he sees her and he, he knows she's pretty now. And he, at the wedding, is like full turn faced. He's like, this is a wonderful couple. <laughs> like, whatever. I thought, that, I thought it was funny. That's pretty dumb. They go to a play. Oh, this was an annoying scene. <laughs> and I liked during the play, the play is about Satan. And uh, my favorite uh, quote from the movie is in this, which is, Satan is near! (laughs) (laughs) That's your favorite quote. My favorite quote is also from this scene, but it's a different one. Because she runs backstage to talk to the actor playing Satan. And Banderas is like, what the heck is going on here? Yeah. And then she, she walks up and she's like, oh, I just got lost. I was asking for directions. Oh, you'll be the death of me. I hope so. What? Can you, like, foreshadow less, please? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is such a weird thing to say. Why would you say that? Also, why does she go back to talk to Satan? Well, because it's Billy. It is Billy? Yeah, that was some... Oh, I couldn't tell. It was some sort of twist. The thing is, it didn't really matter, so I didn't actually catch it. Does not matter at all. And the only other thing that really happens during this scene before she leaves is the bath sequence where she kills a canary. She snaps a bird's neck. (laughs) I'm like, oh my God. What the fuck? That that was unnecessary. Why would she do that? She's having a lovely steamy bath with Antonio Banderas. Who wouldn't want to, quite frankly? And, And the canary is chirping away and she's like, won't that canary bloody shut up? And then in the next scene, the canary's dead. Yeah, and that doesn't raise any red flags with Antonio. Like, he just ignores so many red flags. At this point, I was like, you've got to be shitting me, Antonio. Just just get suspicious a little bit. Be like, okay, I'm going to hire a private investigator or something, you know, hire Billy or whatever to look up this woman. Yeah. You know, I'm getting a little suspicious or whatever. Like, just anything instead of being a complete fucking idiot. Exactly, And yeah. then, of course, yeah, no. That's really dumb. So, yeah, she leaves. She takes all the money and, and clothes and just valuable stuff, and she leaves town. So Antonio is like, oh, that private investigator will help me out, because the private investigator is looking for the original Julie. Yeah. I'm looking for fake Julie. Chances are they'll both lead us to the same person, place. We'll figure it all out. So they team up. They're a couple of bros on the road. And what do they do? They go to a brothel. Like a couple of bros. <laughs> yeah. I hate that. It's such a pointless scene because it's meant to be like Antonio is a bit rough with one of them because he's angry. Yeah. And I'm like, there's no reason for this. There's no reason for this no. scene where he's assaulting this sex worker. Why would you include this? Yeah. It's not erotic. <laughs> Just move on. Well, Sandro, it's... What? Uh, They're fully clothed, Zach. (laughs) Well, no. We we see Antonio's bottom, I think. Oh, actually, I think we do in this one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not fully clothed. We got a we got a bit of butt, but uh, a little bit. But but uh, it doesn't really go well for him. And then he meets up with the detective. Yes. Uh, who is like, we'll help you find your lady. Yeah, so they go and they do stuff. They find that Julia died on a boat and was stabbed. Yeah, and he's like, oh, it must have been the lady that stabbed her. Yeah, so the cops are probably going to want to get her. And so Antonio's like, cool, me too. Uh, So they go to Havana. 
They go to Havana, and she's got a brand new mark, a brand new target that she's working. Uh, it's a it's a colonel. It's a colonel, but she won't sleep with the colonel. She won't sleep with the with the colonel, and the colonel's upset. He's like, oh. My heart is a pudding. I will leave this bedroom, but my pudding is all broken. Like, what? <laughs> Who wrote this? Yeah, yeah. Well, what the fuck? to be fair, the colonel is just generally kind of an oaf. <laughs> yeah. And he's kind of funny. So I, I, I appreciated the, the, like, bad lines here because it's more like the character itself is kind of an idiot when it comes to these sort of things. That's true. But Zach, this is when the movie really becomes a thriller. And you, you know that it's a thriller because there's jump scares. Whoa. For, for the colonel, it's a jump penis. But anyway. Well, there's that as well, oh. yeah. <laughs> there's, there's so many jump scares. Sorry, but I'm skipping ahead. I'm skipping ahead. Yeah, that's the uh, second jump scare. The first jump scare is uh, Antonio sneaks into Jolie's room and the jump scare is him putting his hand on her shoulder. Yep. And it goes, when he does it. It's very dumb and I hated it. Does he beat her up or just kind of throw her around a bit while threatening her with a gun? Uh, while she explains uh, she had an accomplice, mm. a guy, mm. and he made her do all this. But she loves him. Yes. She loves Antonio, actually. And she would have stayed with him if she hadn't had to write to the sister. And so Antonio was there to shoot her, but he's still in love, so he doesn't. Yes. And instead they bang. Yes. But we don't see it this time. Yeah. And then in the morning, Mr. Colonel comes back and he's like, I'll wait for you forever, Jolie. And he gets down on one knee in front of the door, waiting for her to come out. And the door opens. And it's a naked Antonio Banderas. Yep. His junk is right in the Colonel's face. (laughs) Yes. And he's like, hey, stop hitting on my wife. Mm. And the Colonel's like, oh my, I do apologize. I'm going to leave now. So this is when... The movie starts to fall apart, because that's a fun scene. Yeah. That's a fun scene with the colonel. But then the movie, it gets bad. How so, Sandro? Please explain. Because now Antonio's on the run with her. Yes. Because he knows that the police want her, and he's like, okay, well, then we, we've got to run. So they go to, like, a quite nice area of town, quite rich, and uh, how do they pay for it? Question number one. Where's the money coming from for the rest of the movie? If all his money is gone because she took it and gave it to Billy. Mm. Or has she not given it to Billy yet? I think that he brought money with him. Yeah, but his bank account only had like a hundred bucks in it. Yeah, but like he still earns money. L- early on, the the movie does say uh, like when Billy is talking to Andoni and Bandaris, like Bandaris is like, I'll pay you anything you want. And so Billy was like, oh, I see that you've already like, recompense the money. But, like, I'm sure it wasn't unlimited funds, which is why he has to go back or whatever to get more money. Yeah, I guess. But, yeah, no, it definitely... It doesn't explain it very well. No, because they later go to quite a run-down house after this, and that makes sense that it would, you know, be a run-down house. But the rich place, I was like, okay, how are they affording this? But I guess the coffee business makes a lot of dosh. And I'm sure what's-her-face... She has some of the money she stole, right? Probably a little bit to get by, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she had to stay at that fancy hotel to seduce the colonel, right? Mm. So clearly Billy gave her some of the money to stay there. And so maybe she just uses the rest of it to stay at somewhere else fancy. 
but we find out that the investigator is Billy in this scene. He confronts Antonio. He, he, he pins him against the wall and he gives him a good old snog. Now, now uh, he, he gets shot and there's this whole like bamboozle thing where the guy's not dead. But I just want to go back a little bit because we didn't talk about it then. Because mm. it wouldn't have made sense. Mm. But back of which ways, he didn't kill Julia. He instead banged her because uh, she explained that she was actually still in love with him and everything was fine. Yes, 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 yes. But at that time, we knew Billy was bad. Yes. And Billy swapped the ammunition out with blanks. Yes. Which means in this scene, he gets shot twice, but then it's revealed he's alive. He swapped blanks, other things. The point I'm trying to get at is that Antonio Banderas had blanks when he went to kill Jolie. Because Billy made sure that he had blanks for this so that she wouldn't die. Antonio Banderas takes a shot. It's a blank. Mm -hmm. He then goes and beats the shit out of her (laughs) and she dies. (laughs) Yeah, look. Billy's defense plan was that he put blanks in the gun. But I'm saying after one shot, Antonio's going to... I guess maybe because she's like a street Black Widow, right? She probably could have defended herself. I think Billy, that's what Billy thinks, now that I'm thinking about it, is that she could probably defend herself. She could defend herself against a fight. Well, she's got a knife or something, I think. Yeah, she's got, like, a knife there, right? So yeah. she she probably would have won a fight. But still, she may have still died. I'm saying Billy's an idiot. I think Billy wasn't preparing for him to shoot Jolie, I think, in the long run... Uh, Billy knew that Antonio would shoot him because he's a mastermind, you know. Yeah, that's true. Or, or just, or just in general, he was like, "I'm going to give this person I'm betraying blanks because I don't want him to have bullets." Exactly. But I'm also then like, okay, so then Antonio doesn't know how to keep his gun clean or anything because he obviously hasn't cleaned the gun. Yeah, uh, and reloaded it etc yeah yeah because it, it's ages afterwards that he shoots the guy yeah like it's it's days so he definitely should have cleaned out the gun because there's a high chance of it misfiring yeah especially old guns like that you know it would have would have been quite bad for the gun but here's the thing uh sandro the movie doesn't know how guns work no of course not no <laughs> yeah there's a dumb line that I rolled my eyes at where Banderas is like, Julia, I've just killed a man. I've killed a man, Julia. I've killed a man. Yeah. And she's like, well, I've just bought a hat and I don't go <laughs> on and on about it over and over in my head. Oh, I've bought a hat. I've bought a hat. I just move on. You need to move on from your murder, Banderas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, she's trying to calm him down, right? <laughs> she's trying to comfort him. But... It does sound like a line that'd be out of, like, a dumb comedy film. Yeah. Then it's like, oh, shut up, Banderas. Like, I just bought a hat, <laughs> and I don't fucking go on about it. Yeah, I really wanted a hat, you know. Yeah. And I needed to get the hat, but I don't fucking go on about it. God, Banderas. Oh, my. You're not special. But, yeah, anyway. I laughed out loud at that. Yeah, it was so dumb. But, anyway, he's alive. He's alive. Yeah, yeah. And so Banderas runs off to buy tickets to a train to get out of there. And she's like, oh my God, Billy, you died. I'm so sad. And then Billy's like, ha ha, I'm alive. You really thought I was dead? That's the third jump scare of the movie. Yeah, this whole time, Billy's just lying on the floor. Like, why does he act dead? 
when he gets shot. Yeah, because it's not like he pretends to be dead after this for Banderas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Jolie tells him, like, immediately that Billy's alive. It's probably for the audience. Yeah, it is for the audience, because that's the problem, right? Because he's fighting Banderas, right? He wants to kill Banderas, right? I think so. Or whatever he was doing. He was, like, assaulting him or whatever. But then he gets shot with blanks and pretends to be dead. Yes. He just decides to do, like, a pretend dead thing. Yeah, he plays possum for no real reason, where he could have just killed Banderas then and there. Yeah, yeah, he could have done whatever the fuck he wanted, because he wasn't dead. But I guess he was- he's also a bit of a wild card and just kind of wanted to prank Banderas with a- with a funny prank. He is a bit of a prankster. That's a good point. He does like to disguise up as detectives. But like, it's so dumb because then Banderas is like, I've killed a man, the police are obviously after me, I'm going to flee town. Yeah. Which I guess kind of makes sense, but it's also like, I don't know, it's back then, you could have gotten away with it. (laughs) Like, you're rich. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) But he's also a rich boy, you know, maybe he doesn't understand how that sort of world works, that sort of thing. <sighs> but anyway, Billy is like, Jolie, we need to kill Banderas, you're gonna go, go stay with him and and we'll do this whole thing. He also says, it tickles my dick when you beg, which was cringy. <laughs> um, but anyway... <laughs> So it was so jarring. Oh my god, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. So yeah, then Jolie is like, okay, Antonio, we need to get to this particular city to get money, but Billy's gonna be in that city. So instead to get money, we're going to be the most obvious card cheaters in the West. Yeah, they learned some some solid cheating tactics, but then they were really quite obvious about it. <laughs> it's very obvious, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it was, it was poorly executed because Banderas just keeps winning. Mm. But you gotta you gotta lose sometimes. You gotta make it not look obvious, you know. Only win every third four hands, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't like fall fall the bunch. Yeah. You know? Make mistakes. Yeah. But no, he just keeps winning, and of course. They're like, well, you're fucking cheating. <laughs> yeah, so you and your girl are fucking cheating. So they throw him out and then take their time with her, which was unnecessary. Completely unnecessary. Yep, they they have a... Uh, Banderas is cucked again. So, so he's like, well, that didn't work, but I still need money. So I'm going to sell my coffee business. Yep. And then we get uh, a real kinky sequence with Billy and Jolie. She goes out to meet Jolie and and yep. Billy cuts a scar in her back and drinks the blood. And I'm like, well, Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly must be a pretty big fan of this movie. Am I bloody right? <laughs> that's a topical reference for you right there, listeners. Uh, <laughs> that's why you were so eager to mention this, because you had a... <laughs> you had a had a blood drinking joke. I had a pop culture joke. He also spits right in her mouth, which was super kinky. <laughs> yeah, and gross. And also this whole scene, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. But doesn't she love him? What is this? God damn it. Oh, you, you meant it was gross for that? No, I was like in a post-COVID world. That's just not sanitary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, she's going to get COVID for sure. Yeah. But Antonio, he actually snuck out to follow her and he sees that Billy's alive and he's like, oh my God, she's she's betrayed me again. So when Jolie comes home and is like, I'll make you coffee, he's like, well, it's definitely poisoned. And she, they have like this conversation and he's like, oh yeah, by the way, I also saw you cheating on me. I know that you're here to kill me. Mm. 
I'm going to take this swig of rat poison. And she's like, no, don't do it. Because she's confronted and then they talk it out. And she's like, wait, I don't want to kill you. Yeah. And he drinks the rat poison so that she can take the money and do all that. But she's like, no, I don't want this. Yeah, I'm going to save you. They have to run away because Billy's after them now. And then Banderas has a gun with actual bullets this time and shoots yeah, Billy. And Billy. And Billy's like, ha, you fucking idiot. Do you think you have bullets and that? And then he gets shot and he's like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Look, after the first time the bullets didn't work, I probably would. <laughs> yeah. Especially when Jolie tells him. Yeah, yeah. But like, he's under the assumption that Banderas doesn't know that they're blanks, right? Yeah. But Banderas sees Billy alive, right? So he knows that there were blanks in them. So it's a, it's a, he doesn't know that he doesn't know sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or he doesn't know that he knows and he's under the assumption that he doesn't know. And so he replaced it with real bullets and then he shoots him. Yeah, he shoots him. And then, um, and then she's like, oh my God, Billy, you're dead. Give me a snog, and then I will also shoot you again. Yes, gonna make sure he's dead. I, I liked, I liked the ending line where the, the, like, hotel staff come up and it's like she's like oh he needs a doctor and it's like what about the other guy and she's like bang <laughs> oh he's dead <laughs> that was so dumb that was dumb but also was what i would have done because that was great so then she obviously gets arrested which is when we get into the framing device you know where she's telling the monk the story before yep. she's executed or whatever the uh, the monk guy the priest whatever he is he's like oh i i relate to you you're not a bad person actually i feel bad and so uh, it's revealed that jolie has escaped jail by swapping clothes with him yep <laughs> Yeah, well, well, she does like a monk hood. She looks down, you know. They wouldn't be expecting the monk to betray, right? Because it's a monk, right? Who literally does this as a, as a living, you know, going up to criminals and other things, right? Sure. You wouldn't expect him to betray, but also, yeah, like like it's the movie twist. I saw it coming. As soon as they were like, oh, yeah, I have my wedding shawl in here in the fucking prison cell with me for literally no reason. No, so Why does she have a wedding shawl? And then that didn't make any sense. And I'm like, oh, right. OK, they're going to do they're going to do something sneaky here. And yeah, it turns out they swap clothes. They swap clothes. She she gets she gets away. And then we see a final scene where they're in some exotic location. Yep. Which could perhaps be heaven because they talk about it. She talks about it with the monk, right? When she dies, she'll go to heaven because she'll be forgiven. Yeah, but she doesn't die. No, we don't see that though. But that's, it's a possible ending. It's like the Inception ending, you know? It's up to interpretation. I think all the art house films I've made you watch have gone to your brain. <laughs> because I was here and I was like, they're just in Morocco. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure no. it says on the screen that they're in Morocco or something. But maybe, I guess. I'm not committed to this theory. I was just, you know. And that's a theory. A Zach theory. <laughs> Thanks for listening. But yeah, no. Because uh, it means it's funny because they're cheating people in heaven. Yes, that's a good which point. Which obviously, obviously the movie isn't saying. They're just like, ah, oh, they're together and now they're going to poker games and scamming people again. But it's, again, it's obvious. So, so like, in my head, the scene ends, but in the reality of the movie, 
they're thrown out again and probably beaten to death by these people whose money they're stealing. Yeah. Because the way that they steal the money by playing cards, it's so obvious. But maybe maybe they're, they're better now. Maybe they, they don't make the same mistakes of, like, winning it all or whatever. Maybe, I don't know. Although, her, like, gestures... Because that's the thing that poker players do. They have, like, a gesture system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they touch their faces. And for the most part, that's fine, right? Except she does, like, a cut across the neck, which is clearly a fucking signal to someone. That's a signal. That's not something you just casually do as a person, right? Like, there's one where you touch your earlobe, which makes sense. You, like, rub your ear a little, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or one where you scratch your nose or your eyebrow. That makes sense. But cutting across the neck is a very clear signal of some sort, which is clearly how they got caught. But anyway... They're dumb. They're really dumb. It's a dumb ending that, I, uh, that I'm pretty sure isn't in the original. But anyway, that is the movie Original Sin. Uh, what was the original sin? What was the original sin? Oh, uh, well, it was Eve eating the apple, right? Oh, that doesn't make any sense to the context of the movie. <laughs> no, no, but it's a woman and a man and the woman's the sinner, right? So it's like biblical reference, and also the movie is clever. No, <laughs> this is dumb. This movie's dumb. Just <laughs> yeah. watch Gone Girl. Yeah, Gone Girl's not erotic, but it's really good. <laughs> so just watch that. I didn't put this in a review, but someone said like this is a fine movie, but just like watch anything else. I mean, I guess watch it for Banderas. Yeah, and Jolie. But even like even he's done better erotic movies. Yeah, I've seen them. And I'm like, yeah, he's good in those. <laughs> but this is like, anyway, yep. this is getting a fat oldie from me. It's bad. <laughs> it's not, it's, prob- it's probably better than Planet of the Apes last week, but it's still not very good. Uh, it's just an oldie. I recommend this to no one. But like the 66% on Rotten Tomatoes, I'm like, I guess people like this. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Look, look, it has some redeeming qualities. I like the whole twist. I like the Black Widow storyline. Like, I could see how a book of this would have been really good um, because there's that whole sort of mystery element. But overall, movie was eh. Not very good. I don't know why I chose it. We should have just done The Princess Diaries. But, you know... <laughs> I took a risk and it it didn't pay off. Yeah. Don't take risks, kids. (laughs) Hey, you know what, Sandro, though? What? If you hadn't picked this movie, I wouldn't have been able to uh, read the reviews for this movie because this has some of the the peak Rotten Tomatoes reviews. Like, this is exactly what I want and expect from Rotten Tomatoes because, you see... There is a quite a big difference between the audience and the the reviews, and it has everything in there that I could possibly want. So yeah, the audience score is forty nine percent higher than the critics' rating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and so I was diving in, and I was like, "This is because we've had some rocky ones where it's mostly like boring, like everyone loves it, everyone hates it. You know, yeah. There, there's not really any exciting reviews. This one, this one had a fantastic lot." for me to choose from. So I've got some good ones. Normally being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. 
This is your beginner's call. All creatives to the Playhouse. I repeat, welcome to the Playhouse. Hey there, I'm Brooke Edwards. And I'm Chelsea August. And we are your hosts for The Playhouse, our new arts and entertainment podcast that opens the costume box and unravels all of the goodies in the industry. From the makers who brought you Theatre House, your digital platform for all reviews, news and information, comes our next venture, which brings you right behind the scenes and connects you with creatives worldwide. We are bringing the arts sector together to chat about the industry with all the issues that are important to you and all the tips and tricks from professionals to take you to the next level. We hope you come along for the ride, step into the house and enjoy this great new show by Theatre House and That's Not Canon Productions. Don't forget to head on over to theatrehouse.com and give us a follow on Instagram at either PlayhousePod or Theatre House. That's House, H-A-U-S. We'll see you at the Playhouse. And see well, I'm keen to get into that, uh, but first, let's come up with a sequel to Original to Sin. But here's the thing, it's not just a sequel, it's going to be a crossover with another movie we've done on the podcast. I'm generating a random number of an episode right now, uh, episode 124. Ooh. 124, heading back to uh, the year of 1987 when they made better erotic movies. And it's a movie that is not erotic, but it is... Sinful. Oh. And pretty metal. Oh. It's The Gate. Oh, The Gate? Oh, no. The Gate. Oh, wait. That was a cast of kids. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. This is this, this has this has children in it. So clearly what we have to do is this is like aged up, right? This is 20 years later. The kids from The Gate are now adults. Yeah, okay. Yes. Or... This is a dumb idea. No. <laughs> because it's set in the old days, right? Like, the yeah. original Sin is set in the old days. How about Antonio and Jolie have kids? Okay. The kids are played by the kids from Spy Kids or something. I don't know. Who cares? Okay. Yep. Those kids find a gate in their backyard. Okay. A hole to hell. That's actually also a time travel hole. Okay. And they end up in the 80s. Ah, interesting. Okay. So, so what you're doing here is you're c- completely ignoring the original plot or anything to do with this movie and are just making the gate too. No, no, because you see, <laughs> while the kids are having their adventure, they're off having their adventure. While they're doing that, Jolie betrays Banderas again. But why? Who, who knows? I don't know. <laughs> She's like, oh... My... I mean, I've got one. Yeah? I've got one. It's where it's where she's like, oh, we need to go save our kids from the gate, right? And he's yeah. like, no, they're dead. This is this is the 19-whatevers. We could just make more children. <laughs> yeah, who cares about kids' lives back then? Yeah, Good point. who cares Good about point. these fucking kids? And so she's like, no, I'm not going to listen to you. I'm going to go through the gate, right? Just through the gate. Yeah, that's cool. But I don't, it, it's not metal enough. Maybe the reason she betrays him is because she is a Satanist and she opened the gate to hell. Yeah, and she also she also uh, then gets tempted by Billy, who is now an evil devil man. Yeah, he comes back as an evil zombie. Uh, no, he just comes back as a demon. Yeah, no, he comes back as a demon devil man, a tempter mm. for her. And they get up and, and leave Banderas 
and open the gate, but she later realizes that actually destroying the world with demons is a bad thing, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When she sees that her kids are in mortal peril. I I disagree with you, but that's on-level plot-wise to this movie, so that makes sense. And the original kids from the gate, I don't know, they're like, oh, it's this again. Yeah, okay, here's here's how the movie starts. It starts with Banderas and the family and everything, right? Yes. And you see that Jolie has gotten tired of this life. She doesn't yes. like being, you know, she's an adventure girl. She doesn't want to be stuck in here with her husband and her kids. Taking no. care. She wants to be out there exploring the world. So she's actually tired of Banderas. The love has been lost. And that's when Demon Gate Billy shows up and he's like, I'm going to tempt you because I'm back. Remember me? And she's like, oh, my God. You look just like old Billy, the one I used to bang. Except you're green and you're missing a nose. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it a zombie? Why don't you just do a demon? Well, the demons in the gate were zombies, remember? They were kind of like zombie makeup demon yeah, things. That's true. That's true. I guess. I just want him to be more sexy. All right. He's sexy. He's got a Spanish accent now for no reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a sexy temptress, you know? Then they start this whole hell thing. The kids get sent through the thing. And then at the end, the kids come back and they're like, Mum, what the fuck? What did you do? (laughs) But because they spent so much time in the 80s, the kids now use 80s slang and they're like, Mum, you're totally bitchin'. What? Fuck yeah. And they're playing like Metallica. Why why are they saying the mum's totally bitching like it's a good thing? Totally bitching means it's a good thing. Because she saved them. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Afterwards, when she portrays Billy and saves the day. Yeah, sure. Totally bitching. And they got, like, perm cuts and mullets. And it's like, oh, my God. What else did they do in the 80s? Why are they in the 80s? Why does this matter to the plot? Because we need a crossover with the gate somehow. (laughs) Well, we've got the whole gate storyline. I'll guess. I don't know. And it's called... Gating Sin. Mm. Original Gate. Because it's the prequel to The Gate. So it's Original Gate. Ah, boo, boo. I hate it, but also I can't disagree with it. I was going to say, like, The Gate of Sin, but... um, The Gate of Sin is good as well. No, the original Gate's also clever. But it's not not clever enough, which is why it's perfect for this movie. (laughs) Exactly. I would absolutely mm. not watch that, just like how we'll never watch The Gate 2. Uh, what? <laughs> Even though I like that first film. Let's get into those reviews that you were hyping up, though. Let's get right into it. I want to get <sighs> deep into The Gate, and by The Gate, I mean the reviews. And by the reviews, you mean Billy. Give me some of that stash. Because <laughs> when Antonio and Billy have a snog, does Billy have his mustache on at that time? Yeah, he has the stash on. Damn. There's some stash on stash, you know. There's a lot of static. That's all I'm saying. Stashic. (laughs) All right. It's time for raving reviews. I'm going to end that right now. This is the part of the show where I go to the audience who normally I would say have a better opinion than the critics, but um, I don't really like this. But let's just say not all the reviews were the same. There was definitely reviews that I more agreed with than others. All right. And that's why you go to the audience, because you get a vast spectrum of opinions. Uh, So first, we have uh, someone who I'd normally agree with. (laughs) Oh, hello, cat. Someone that that you'd normally agree with. Oh, no. Yeah, someone that I'd normally agree with, which is Joe, who says... 
Oh, I didn't explain the game. Uh, you gotta <laughs> guess the score, 0.5 to 5. I'm telling you the review. Yes. That's how the game works. Oh, you made up one of the reviews. I definitely made up one of these reviews. One of these reviews. Any one of these reviews could have been my review. Uh, Joe says, RT's... Which I is referring to Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Artie's needs to get rid of the so-called critics' ratings. They are hardly ever on point with us, the normal people. Wow. Normal being in air quotes. Of course. And critics also being in air quotes. Oh, that's disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Normally I would agree, but like, yeah. Wow, okay, interesting. Um... I don't know what that could be. I'm going to guess it's probably like a four. Mm, it could mm, be five mm. out of five, but I also don't think anyone would give this five out of five. I've got bad news because it's five out of five <laughs> immediately. <laughs> five out of five. Joe's like, F them critics. This movie was great. Do you know why you should have known that, right? Because they're overcompensating again for the of bad course. reviews, right? It's the Zaxxon Snyder effect. If the critics don't like your thing, you immediately think that it's the best thing ever made. Yes, correct. And you rate it higher than it perhaps should be, even though it could be considered good. Uh, not friend of the show, Reese says... That's a big old diss to Mr. Reese Parton right there. He's not a friend of the show? All right. <laughs> no, no, no. This Boy. Reese isn't a friend of the show. That... Reese is. I'm just distincting they're two different people. Although I think both Reese's would probably agree. They probably have similar reviews because Reese says average acting, terrible directing, Oof. shocking editing, Oof. and a reasonably half baked story. Throw them all together and bake for two hours, and the result ain't pretty. Uh, this person thinks this movie took two hours to make? No, no, no. The movie's about two hours. Mm. If you include credits. You see, the joke of that movie I don't think holds up, because uh, uh, throw it all together and bake for a period of time suggests that that's how long you make it for. Yes, this movie Uh, is two hours long, but I just feel like there was a better joke in there that could have been done better. Well, bake for two hours could also be referencing to you watching the movie and baking it in your mind, you know, getting the whole... That's a good point. Or... You, you're constantly smoking and you're baked <laughs> yeah. at the end of this. Well, here's the thing, right? This movie will light your brain on fire. So maybe that's the real baking he's talking about. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Either way, I reckon this is going to be a solid, uh, let's say, two out of five. Ooh, ooh. You're on the right track. It wasn't a 0.5. It was a one out of five. Ah. One out of five. But you were on the right track, though. Felix says... Uh, the film is great, but it stands all because of Thomas Jane. He sparkles in this role. Uh, Jolly is so bad. Can we cut her seeds out and replace them with toilet paper? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, a little savage there. Uh, that's a rude, disrespectful review, but they like Thomas Jane. Mm. So it's like a 50-50, but I don't think it's 2.5. Yeah. I'll go two again. Uh, it was actually five out of five. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm serious. They were five out of five, but they hated Joel. You don't say one of the two lead <laughs> actors can be replaced with a roll of toilet paper yeah. and give the movie five out of five. But, but Sandro, they're compensating for all the bad reviews. Oh, Sandra. I forgot. I forgot that they're all idiots. Yeah. I forgot that they're all... <laughs> 
Don't worry, you're like Jessica's one that says Banderas and Joe Lee are steaming hot together, but the plot is somewhat in the freezer, missing ingredients. <laughs> yeah. That's a good review. I like that. Th- yeah. Th- that, that's a good analogy. Yeah, see, we got some good reviews this week. Three, because again, they're positive. So it would count towards the overall positive rating if you would give it a three, I think. Yep. Oh, you were so close. It was 2.5. It was 2.5. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, damn it. You were, you were right on the money there. Yeah. We have Daphne who says, OMG, we tried to watch this movie numerous times, but every time we got to a certain point, it wouldn't let us go any further on any copy. Weird. <laughs> Whoa. Maybe buy a legitimate copy, Daphne. <laughs> If you haven't finished the movie, you shouldn't review it, first of all. (laughs) If you haven't watched something, don't review it, is the first thing that I've got to say. The second thing I've got to say is that's probably like a 5 out of 5, because all the reviews are 5 out of 5, apparently. Uh, No, the last one was 2.5, and so is this one. It's also (laughs) a 2.5. We've got the last one here, which is by Zach, who says, I prefer the Spy Kids opening scene to this entire film. Okay, one, that's yours, because <laughs> the, the, we criticised how badly CG'd that opening shot in Spy Kids is, um, despite it being a really good movie. Yeah. And two, their, their name is Zach. So it's yours. <laughs> it's your review. Um, and what do I think you rated this? Yeah, what do you think I rated this? You, you rated this probably one and a half? Ah, uh, Sandra, you were close. It was actually five out of five with a heart. Um, so you can't you can- do hearts on... Did you review this on Letterboxd? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. But I put a heart in just to fuck you up because that's what you do to me on Patreon. Great. Well, uh, there we go. I didn't get any right, but I feel like that's on brand for this movie. Also, <laughs> not getting anything right. Oh, got him. Yeah, I was going to mention that the opening is very similar to Spy Kids because we have a narrating... The love story sort of thing. Yeah. But then I was like, I'll leave that for uh, for the review there. I did love that moment in Spy Kids where they were like, this isn't a spy movie. <laughs> it's a movie about spies. About spies. Yeah. See how dumb that is when you change the, the love to something else? Like, yeah. it's just a dumb line and I hated it. Anyway, that's the episode on Original Sin. Uh, thanks so much for listening, everyone. Uh, real change of pace from like blockbuster after blockbuster to this trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, absolutely. And look, it's sometimes good to take a change of pace. Sometimes uh, the pace you were going at was actually quite good. And you you <laughs> learned that and uh, you you go back to that pace yeah. because the pace you changed it to was bad. Yeah, we should have just done Princess Diaries. But anyway, we yeah. will probably <laughs> do Princess Diaries over on Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash oldie but a goodie pod. Uh, there will be a poll up there soon to, uh, to lock in the next batch of bonus episodes, whatever they may be, and Princess Bride will be an option. Uh, but what is up right now is our K-Jarama. Absolutely. What is the K-Jarama, Zach? Uh, we got we got a lot of fun things. We've done uh, we've done Ghost Rider. Mm. We've done that uh, a Wild at Heart. That's coming out on Wednesday. That one, yeah, the David Lynch movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we 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 finished recording that one. So that one's coming out. We've got the Vampire's Kiss. Ooh. 
that was that was great. That's a great episode. That's a great movie. You should definitely watch that movie. So they're all up on uh, Patreon as well as ad-free episodes of the show. The ad-free episodes are only $1. They're in the $1 tier uh, for bonus episodes. It's in the $5 or more tier, uh, which is always good fun. And we'll have more of those coming out. Uh, Yeah, including uh, Wild at Heart on Wednesday. And then the final K-Drama episode is Face Off. Ooh, very nice. Which will be fun. Uh, but that's all there. Link in the episode description. Also, links to socials. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. YouTube. I keep forgetting that we're on YouTube. And every now and then I get a comment on YouTube and I'm like, ha ha, we're on YouTube. I forgot. Thank you, YouTube commenter. We appreciate you. Yeah, that gives us uh, interactions and gets us in front of more people if you comment on YouTube. But what helps out even more than commenting on YouTube is <sighs> reviewing us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify uh, we mm. will read you out. We will shout you out if you give us a review. Thanks to everyone who has done that so far. Really helps out getting the show in front of more people. But now, Zach, it's time to not get in front of more people. It's time to get in front of a bunch of movie options. Whoa. I just, just one of those will be fine. We don't need to get in front of all of them. Like, oh. I don't want to watch, like, eight hours of movie that's a good point. But you will have to cuck a lot of these options and only choose one. <laughs> I don't know if that makes any sense. Anyway. No, it does. Uh, it oh, makes perfect and also sense. thanks to our network, that's not Canon Productions. <laughs> yeah, don't forget that. Uh, you got a lot of options this week, actually. Um, your first option is called All Over the Guy. Pass immediately. What do you think it's about? I don't care, but it says All Over. And, like, it sounds like some sort of romance sort of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I do not want to see romance ever again. No, after this movie, romance is dead. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes. This, uh, this is this is cut and murdered romance. Uh, yeah, that movie is a rom-com about four friends all dating each other, probably in high school, I don't know. Uh, your second option is American Pie 2, <laughs> which is all the sex and none of the romance. Nice. Hey, you like American Pie. You I hate that's American Pie. Favorites. I hate it. <laughs> it ruined comedy. <laughs> nice, nice. Okay, so that's always a good option. Yeah, it's about five friends who have the best summer ever, bro, while staying at a beach house. When I say I hate American Pie, the first one's passable, mm. then it ruined comedy. Uh, the, your third option is An American Rhapsody. Ooh. A young Hungarian girl reunites with her parents in the USA years after she was left behind during their flight from the communist country in the 50s. Sounds interesting, I guess. Yeah, sounds like a drama, a movie that'll open your eyes to to history that you weren't aware of. Anyway, what's the next one? Dinner with friends. Oh, ooh, okay. Because mm. this could be this could be many things. This could be like a romance. This could be action. This could be a horror film. It could be a horror film. Like I'm thinking cannibals. You know, dinner with friends, but you're actually just eating your friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is what is this one? This one is about a married couple. And they are shooketh. They're shooketh to the core when another married couple that they're probably friends with separate. So they have a big dinner to find out if they should do the same. They're like, oh, our married friends got divorced. Should we do the same? Let's have a big dinner party and find out. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. What? Were they, like, unaware that d- divorces existed and they had a rocky marriage? And then they're like, oh... 
Divorcing exists. Oh. Uh, your other option, you got three more left to go. Oh my God, there's a lot of options this week. Osmosis Jones. <laughs> oh, Osmosis Jones. I remember Osmosis Jones. Bill Murray gets food poisoning and inside his body, it's like a cartoon. I think it's Chris yeah. Rock is the main yeah. guy fighting the germs or something. Yeah, I remember nothing from this film, but I remember watching it and liking it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Could be fun, could be fun. You've also got The Others. Ooh, okay, what's this one? It's a very, very spooky Ooh. haunted house movie uh, with Nicole Kidman, considered to be one of the best horror films of the year. Oh, there you go. There you go. That's the horror. I've always wanted to watch the others. Uh, and then you've also got Session 9, your final option, about a cleaning crew at a mental hospital who slowly uncover its spooky past. Ah. Mental hospitals! Yeah, I thought that was going to be more like District 9, you know? As soon as you said that, I was like, ooh, is this some sort of sci-fi thing? Because there's that cleaning crew comic thing where it's the cleaning crew for superheroes. Uh, damage control? Yeah, they come yeah, in and they clean up. Control and, or whatever. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like those. I like those. I thought it was going to be something like that. Oh, well. No, it's just a mental hospital. The doctor was evil, probably, sort of thing. Whoa, what? At a mental hospital? But that's never been done before, <laughs> I Sandra. know. And so you really wanted to do the haunted house one, yeah? The others? I mean, I want to watch it. Yeah. Uh, we don't necessarily need to do an episode on it. Well, that's good, because I'm definitely not picking it if you want to watch it. No! Um, <laughs> I want to watch a, uh, Osmosis Jones. Oh, you're going to pick a good one. Yes. You're, you're not going to... I thought you were going to pick American Pie 2 to annoy me after this no, one. No, no. Yeah, yeah. As much as I hate you and want you to suffer, I don't want to watch American Pie 2. <laughs> So I want to. I just want to watch something that I know I'll probably enjoy. Yeah, I mean it looks like, good. It might be bad. It might be good, but I'll probably still enjoy it because it's a fun little cartoon. Uh, okay, so next week, Osmosis Jones. I really thought like when you were like, "Do you want to do a good film?" and I was like, "Oh, you're gonna not pick it if I say <laughs> yes." <laughs> yeah, but you picked what could be a good film, so we'll do that next week and we'll wrap it up now with the best quote from Original Sin. I think mine is still, you will be the death of me. Oh, I hope so. My one is, of course, uh, Satan is near! Um, because that's appropriate. I'm just saying, uh, you can't walk away from love. You cannot. You can't. Um, and that this wasn't a good movie. It was just a good that was about movies. This is not a movie podcast. It is a podcast about movies. It's about movies, yes. Yes. It's actually a comedy podcast ah. about movies. That is true. <laughs>